You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. You, you feel this this nervousness on the phone there? Sir, I've been trying to make an urgent phone call up there. Well, I don't think it's something I want to do on an overseas phone. You got to make some phone calls. Hang up the phone. Prank caller. Prank caller. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Packernet After Dark. So good to have you. So we don't have a massive amount of calls today, but we should have enough for a show. I'm trying to decide if I should mix in some of the others, but I don't think I will. Just because, you know, whatever. Uh, why don't we start off the day with uh, Mr. Nate calling right at about kickoff, 12.09. So, Nate, what's going on, player? Hey, Pat Getty, it's Nate. Uh, I got the game on, just kind of watching these first few early plays, um, and just had a thought. Um, coming into this season, I remember how excited I was to watch this defense because of how many pieces we've added you know, it was going to be Joe Barry coming back. Um, now that he knows, he knows the team, he knows the players. Uh, he's kind of integrated into it a little bit more. And I thought we were going to see a top 10 defense. I think uh, a lot of us did. And now I watch the games and I'm not excited at all to, to watch this porous defense just give up 20 yards per carry to, you know, backup running backs, uh, not, you know, Montgomery's good, but um, the saddest thing is I'm actually more excited to watch the offense, which was the concern yeah. coming right. into this, this season. Um, and for, yeah, we're, we're excited to watch our busted up quarterback with our uh, rookie wide receivers and injured running backs and mishmash offensive line. That is the uh, very, very clear strength. In fact, I would, much, I'm much more excited to watch kickoffs than I am our defense. Even the first portion of the season, it just has been horrific. But the offense is starting to get its legs, and the defense just still is garbage. And I, I'm real sick of it. Right now, I'm just watching Montgomery run all over us, Fields uh, throwing it around, not giving a shit. Because our defense is just the worst. So, uh, yeah, I can't wait for Barry to be gone. Um, he does not deserve to come back. I don't care what Matt LeFleur says or, or thinks. Um, I think that if he does come back, he's going to get some serious hate from this fan group. Go, Pat, go. Yeah, I can't. Um, I, I, it's just it's he's putting his own job on the line at that point because if the Packers continue to lose, he's going to lose his job. And if you bring back Barry, that's probably going to be two bad years in a row. So you are now officially on the hot seat. Um, and I can't imagine you get a third year without getting fired. So Matt LaFleur's own job needs to be um, at the forefront. Nate's got the next couple calls, but I'm just going to mix it up a little bit. We're going to go to Chris in Alabama. Hey, what's going on, man? Chris in Alabama, man. Uh, hey, I'm time. And I am yeah. Because this defense is playing like straight cow manure. And the offense, our quarterback seems like he cannot see anymore because I saw at least three minimum, probably more, Lazard on slant route that were open and Rodgers just seemed like he's holding on to the ball. holding on. See, I was wondering about that because I couldn't really see, but I, I was – 
I was saying, because tomorrow's podcast is going to be sort of a live live review of the game. I was, I was recording as it was live. But I was saying I couldn't wait to go back and watch it because I just cannot imagine that none of our guys are open against this defense. Maybe. I mean, the few times they showed replays, like on that touchdown where he threw it away, nobody was open, although our guys are getting grabbed every other play. But it just seemed like, like are, are we being serious? Is it Did the receivers fall off? Is Rodgers not seeing them? Are these terrible play calls? What the heck is going on here? Because the Bears don't have a secondary. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, you're, you're saying you saw guys open. I'm very interested in going back and looking at it because it just felt like somebody is – and Rodgers had all day to throw. To the ball. Great play by Christian Watson on the touchdown to adjust after, after on the scramble drill. Uh, I I, I kind of see that him or he he he's really uh adjusted to to Rodgers, especially when he scrambles. That was a great play. That was a great bailout play. Cause, I mean, he he kind of had he had a couple of guys open on slant. He, he extended the play. Watson made a good adjustment. Touchdown. So sixteen to ten. I am not impressed at all. I'm I'm actually like I said I'm po. Uh, it's just, it shouldn't be 16-10 right now. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, the defense is, is that's just plumbly ridiculous. Jair getting beat by a criminal St. Brown. It's really? going to get worse. One-on-one, <laughs> but you want to be a lockdown corner? Right. You, 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 you are, you the high, one of the highest paid corners in the league, and you letting a criminal St. Brown beat you one-on-one on a deep route? Come on, man. They got to get better. Defense got to get way better in the second half. We need to go ahead and handle our bid and do what I, do what we do. Because I'm not trying to lose to the Chicago Bears, man. Damn. Go pack, go, man. Golly, we got to get it together in the second half. Yeah, well, fortunately for you, they did. Um, kind of. It's still messy, but good enough to win the game. And, and I think the Bears gave us a little bit of an assist by just not being very smart. I don't know why Justin Fields wasn't running. Uh, there's no way we would have stopped him if they did. I guess they're trying to protect him or something. I don't know. Uh, Ryan, what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, Ryan? It's Ryan Santos. I don't know, man. We're like a little bit into the third quarter, and I just realized that I just don't care. Like, I don't even well, – you can hear my kids arguing in the background. Um, I realized that I just don't care. Like, I'm watching this game as I'm cooking and trying to meal prep and washing dishes, and I'm peeking in, you know, every time I hear the offense is on the field, and I realized I just don't care anymore. I think that's the end. I don't know why it's continuing. <laughs> He's trying to hang up for something. Uh, yeah, so I think I might have said, if not those exact same words, very similar words when I was doing sort of that live, uh, that live thing, uh, whatever, the show for tomorrow. At the end of the day, I'm, I'm excited for good stuff. I like the picks. It got me excited. I like the touchdowns. I like all that stuff. That's great. But... This is just about, hey, let's beat the Bears. But that's it. I don't care about any, you know, there's there's nothing else to this. And my again, my biggest concern is the team will actually say, hey, there's one. Let's keep it going. It's like, no, 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 no. Listen to me. Listen to me. This was terrible. You won, but you played like garbage. Offense, defense, special teams, coaching, the whole thing sucked real bad. You barely 
beat the Chicago Bears, who are not only a terrible team, but they have all of their key players are out. Number one wide receiver. They're two best defensive players. I mean, it's just everybody's out. We're not, we're not going on a run. And if we do, we're going to get by the skin of our teeth against terrible football teams. I'm all for beating the Bears. That's great. But let's not continue this, okay? Enough is enough. Shut it down. I know you're not going to, but I'm just going to keep saying it. Shut it down. If, if for some reason the Packers feel like they demonstrated that they're still in this, they're delusional. They demonstrated that they're a really, really, really bad football team right now. The receivers look bad. I thought Rodgers looked terrible. Offensive line and running backs, I thought, looked pretty good. Defense was just putrid across the board. I mean, you know, occasionally you'd see Kenny or somebody make a play, but you can't even cheer for them because, you know, you stop them on first, stop them on second, then give up a big 13-yard run or something. I go, what am I supposed to do, give you a big round of applause? Hey, uh, just had a message that I'm hoping you can pass along to Joe Barry. And sure. that is that, um, I don't know if you're aware of this, but Justin Fields, like, run the ball! <laughs> That's his thing. He does it all the time. That's all he does. All he can do is run the fucking ball. So stop him from running the fucking idiot. <laughs> <sighs> I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm fine. I'm cool. Sorry. Sorry for the swearing. I did my best to edit it. It is what it is. You got something more for us, Nate? Breaking news. The Green Bay Packers have officially changed their name to the Green Bay Three and Outs and have played so well on defense that they now have a named defense. It's called the Sponge because it is yellow, porous, and soft. Dang. I like that. Start calling him SpongeBob. (laughs) It's Joe Barry SpongeBob. Because he's yellow, pores and so it's pretty good. Christian Watson is him. He is him. Let's go, baby. <laughs> I love more than anything that people's first thought when a big play happens is, I got to call Packernet after dark. That gets me jacked up. Yeah, man, what's up with Christian Watson? He, uh, he got a touchdown or something? Somebody said somebody got a touch. Is that his first touchdown? Or no, he had two in this game, didn't he? Wow, two two touchdowns in a game? Has that ever happened for a rookie, I wonder? The the numbers for Watson are so insane. He's he's the only other in what what's it been, four games or something? Eight touchdowns in four games. The only other rookie to do that is Randy Moss. I think he is second in touchdowns, second or third in touchdowns for the entire season for a wide receiver. Like, just total, not like per game or anything like that, like total touchdowns. He's played, he's basically played four games, if we're being honest. I mean, he's been in other games, but he's been, he was injured, and then he was very limited, and then he was injured, and then he was very limited, and then they're like, hey, let's actually play him a lot, and then boom, eight touchdowns. By the way, just for fun, Christian Watson has now caught a touchdown pass in four straight games. If he catches one more, he'll be one of only 11 rookies to ever catch five in a row. If he happens to catch six, he'll be one of only two. Bill Groman in 1960 for Houston, and Randy Moss caught seven is his streak. By the way, if he happens to catch more than one next week, he'll be ahead of Randy Moss in terms of his five-game stretch because he had 3-3-1-1, so his path to eight 
was um actually that's not true because his next his next game was zero. So if he catches one touchdown pass, he'll have more touchdowns probably in a five game streak than anybody. I guess I don't I'll, I'll have to double check that. But yeah, only 10 rookies ever have uh caught five touchdown passes in a row. By the way, that would put him if he catches one next week, that'll put him at 9, which would be um ahead of everybody else on this list that caught five. The highest was eight. Mike Ditka for Chicago in 1961 and Harlan Hill in Chicago in 1954. They each caught eight. It'll be uh, his ninth. And if he does end up getting to six, he'll be tied with Bill Groman, who had 10. If he gets to seven, he'll, at a minimum, if he just gets one per game... Um, oh, by the way, actually, that... That wasn't a that was a, a rushing touchdown, so I don't know for what are his receiving touchdowns. I don't know. The bottom line is he's going crazy. <laughs> he's going freaking crazy right now, and um, just doing stuff that uh, I don't know. It's it's weird because on one hand you look at it and say it's got to be kind of a fluke because the guy's probably not Randy Moss, right? Um, but on the other hand, you just keep waiting for that to go to zero. You know what I mean? Like you keep expecting it to uh to flatten out a little bit and he just doesn't seem to be doing that necessarily. So, it's it's pretty wild, man. The boy is fast, fast. <laughs> yeah, um who is it? Uh, Clayton just uh, what did he tag me in something here? Here it is. Dusty Eadley tweeted this. He says as of right now, Christian Watson is your Week 13 top speed leader per next-gen stats. He hit 21.72 miles per hour on that jet sweep. I was just listening to a podcast. Uh, believe it or not, yes, I did squeeze one in because, well, my son came home. He wasn't here. He wanted to watch the game, so I watched it a second time. Anyways, I was listening, and I think they said this is the second fastest speed by a wide receiver this year, something like that. So pretty wild. Hey, Ryan, it's Nate. Um, since I gave the, uh, the the Packers defense a new nickname, I also decided to call in because I, I was just finishing up the latest podcast that came out. And Steve from Alaska, I think, um, said the phrase that I think would be a great name for this coaching staff, and that's Sewage Lagoon. Uh, I think this coaching staff should be known as the Sewage Lagoon from now on. Huh. Oh, that's good, man. That's that's pretty good. <laughs> oh man! Oh, oh, that's so good. Uh, he just threw his second interception to end the game. Um, I did want to just say though that Christian Watson is him. Uh, he is so fun to watch. It's almost it should almost be illegal. Yeah. Um, I love that kid, and I think he's got a such a bright future. And also, who could possibly challenge him for Offensive Rookie of the Year? Somebody, tell me. I mean, just look at his production the last four games. It's insane. Yeah. And he missed two months of the season. Right. Oh, the kid's fun to watch, man. Anyway, I uh, hope you're having a good day, man. <laughs> uh, you, you know what just dawned on me, too? Um, first of all, yeah, we do need to look into, I saw there were some betting odds and he came in at like fifth or something, which is, I mean, look, the, t- the total numbers aren't going to be there. Although the total touchdown numbers are, are already there, but if he, if he continues this and doesn't get hurt again, I think he will win. 
Um, and I know continues this sounds silly, but it doesn't have to be a touchdown every single game. But if he continues to produce, if he can, where, what is he at right now? So he only had 46 yards because of the, uh, but I mean, all purpose yards should be factored into this, right? He had 46 receiving yards and a touchdown. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. That was 40. I'm looking at rushing. <laughs> He's just in every category and I just assumed it was receiving. That makes more sense. 46 rushing yards and a touchdown. He had uh, 48 and a touchdown. So about the same, but we're talking almost a hundred all purpose yards and two more touchdowns. Coming into the game, he had uh, 353, so that's going to put him right at about 400 yards. Um, how many games do we have left? We have four games? Yeah, I don't think he's going to... That's the, the problem is the receiving yards are going to be low. Even if he gets 100 yards a game, which I don't think he will, you're looking at 800 yards. So he's probably coming in about 600 yards. But again, if you look at all-purpose yards, how many rushing yards does he have? He had 22, so yeah, he's cracking 100 there. Maybe he could get to 800-ish. Funny thing is, they keep saying eight touchdowns. It's not eight. He has nine touchdowns. He has seven receiving touchdowns and two rushing touchdowns. Although, I think what they've been saying is eight in the last several weeks or whatever. But yeah, he has nine touchdowns so far this season. That is wild. Here's another stat that popped up. Only rookies to have seven receiving touchdowns in a four-game span. Remember, we're talking the difference between total and, and receiving here. 2022 Christian Watson, 2014 Odell Beckham, 1998 Randy Moss. And also, yeah, I, I had a good laugh at Justin Fields. The funny thing is, I wasn't on social media at all. I was doing the live uh, recording of the of the show and whatnot, so I didn't want to see what was going on on social media. But Jordan Love threw, or Justin Fields threw a couple deep passes, and I went. apparently Bears fans started lighting me up on Twitter about it. So the funny thing is, after the game, after he had thrown two interceptions and the Bears lost by, uh, what did they lose by, 11 points or something? Nine points? I don't know. I think it was nine points. All I had to do was go in there and say, LOL, 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 and it was, uh, it was a done deal. Feels good, man. All right, it's me one more time. I hope this is my last call, but uh, just watch the final kneel downs. Um, I, I'm torn because, like, yeah... We beat the Bears, hate the Bears. It's always great. Yep. But it's pretty much the worst thing that could happen, you know? Um, and I, we're beating a dead horse at this point. We've all said it a million times, but we're not playing for much. It's ruining our draft capital. Rodgers doesn't need to be playing. And now, because our slim chances are going to keep going, um, Love still isn't going to see any playing time. And we're not going to know what we actually have in him. So we're... Uh, Stabbing our future. Just keep on stabbing that future till it's dead completely. Go back, go. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't want to get too caught up in the draft pick. I, I, I agree, first of all, about, you know, we don't need to be playing for this season. That's, that's stupid. But, uh, first of all, I think, I think Love would have beaten the, the Bears. I do. I don't think Rodgers did anything necessarily particularly special in that game. And for every special throw or decision that he made, there probably were just as many what-the-heck-was-that throws that um, Jordan Love could have, would have, should have made. Um, you think about the touchdown passes. Uh, I mean, one was kind of on a scramble drill, so it's hard to know what, how that would have broken down with Jordan Love. The other one was a 
was a jet sweep or end around or whatever. I never know that didn't remember the difference. One is behind the quarterback, one's in front. Doesn't matter. Same friggin' play. I would assume end around is behind the quarterback. Jet sweep is in front. But anyways, we also have to factor in that a lot of the losing teams are just going to keep losing. And so, you know, how high could our pick have gotten compared to where is our pick actually going to be? I mean, for example, even the Bears. You know, if we had lost to the Bears, the Bears are going to lose a lot of games, and we're still going to go on to win a lot of games. Or I shouldn't say a lot. Of, there's not a lot of games left, but there's so many bad teams. The Rams are trash, and they just put their quarterback on IR. I mean, we can bench Rodgers. We're, we're probably still going to win some of these games. And I, I just I don't want to get too wrapped up in the draft pick. I mean, yeah, maybe a top-five pick could be something massive. But at the same time, we're watching the Green Bay Packers right now. We didn't have an early pick, but we did have two first-round picks, and our second-round pick is doing better than our two first-round picks. And our second round pick is also doing better than a lot of the early round picks, you know? I mean, there are top five picks that are not necessarily getting the kind of production that Christian Watson is getting right now. It's not to, to necessarily project out on their career, but again, I just, I don't want to get too wrapped up in it because, you know, we could have had pick eight and now we're going to have pick 16 or 14 or whatever, you know? I don't think that's going to massively change the trajectory of our team. Um, I think drafting well is going to be the most important thing. That's not just the the the, the number the, the the top pick, the number one pick, but it's also the second round, third round, fourth round. You know, because if you, if you just look at, again, this draft class, this was a really good draft class, and it had almost nothing to do with the first round. I mean, no disrespect to Quay and Devontae Wyatt, but they're not contributing a ton right now. They're not changing the trajectory of this team. The guys that we're most excited about are who? It's Christian Watson. It's Romeo Dobbs, it's Zach Tom, it's Kingsley and Igbare. So we, we just need to make sure we have the right coaching staff. We need to make sure we have a quarterback. We need to make sure we have a GM that can still draft and acquire talent and free agency. And we need to make wise decisions moving forward with our, with our salary cap and who stays, who goes kind of stuff. If we can navigate that with the biggest question mark being quarterback, which again is the reason I want to see Love. I just, and, and I don't really need to see him necessarily unless the plan is we're going to get rid of him unless he shows something, in which case he absolutely needs to play immediately. But I don't think that's the case. So I, I, I don't need to see it. I want to see it. I also think it'd be good experience for him. But if, if he's going to be the guy, then he's going to be the guy. And maybe slightly rougher start next year. I, I don't know. Maybe not. Um, not. Not saying he plays next year. I'm just thinking it through in terms of like how big of a, of a difference are we making in five years you know, if Jordan Love plays one or two extra games and we get, you know, again, the eighth pick as opposed to the 14th pick. Not enough for us to not just enjoy a Bears win, is what I would say. Although generally, I do agree. Hey, it's Chris from Alabama, man. Hey. We pulled it out. Yeah. We pulled it out. That was an ugly win, but a win nevertheless. Defense did terrible all game but yep. when when you needed them they came through in the end right can't ask for more than that the way that game went it kind of reminds me a little bit of how it was under Petten. they were never really always super on point but man you, you get them in like third downs the pass rush and all that they would come up and clutch that you you always could count on them in clutch situation i'm not saying that's what this defense is but that fact of this particular game just kind of gave me flashbacks Good game by Watson. Yes. Man, that man got some speed on him, man. He's he going to be something special. I could, I could hear people just call in all day and just say he's fast, he's awesome, he's going to be special. I mean, legitimately, it makes me smile every time. Uh, offense, last drive, 
Start with the run game, A.J. Dillon. Great yep. day for A.J. Dillon. Yeah. I don't really Again. know the stats, but just by the eye, eye test, I mean, if he didn't get 100 or whatever, the runs that he did was hard. He wore down that defense. So it, it was a gritty win. Good win for us. Uh, I mean, it was ugly, but it was a win. And it was against the Bears. I definitely did not want to lose to the Bears. Yeah. So go Pack go, man. Good win today. And let's take the bye week and see what goes on after that. Yeah, Dylan, two weeks in a row now, has been sort of the go-to guy. He didn't crack 100, but he had 93 and a touchdown, including a 21-yard run, uh, 5.2 yards per carry. So A.J. Dillon's kind of coming into his own. Weather's getting colder, starting to play a little bit harder, also getting more opportunities. And this is kind of what I've always said about A.J. Dillon. You know, we've been ragging on Dillon, but he's getting like seven carries a game. He's kind of a momentum guy. He's kind of a wear down the defense guy. And and by the way, most running backs are probably not going to have a super high average on seven or eight carries in a game because a lot of guys that get five some odd yards per carry, it's because you got a 20 yarder mixed in here and there. You know, you get a 20 yarder and a 15 yarder, but you know, what are the odds that your, your 20 yarder is going to get cracked in the first five, six, seven carries? I mean, it could happen, but probably not a ton. Usually that's something that happens later in the game as you kind of get into the groove of things, defense kind of gets worn down or whatever. So it's been kind of unfair for Dylan. He got 18 carries in this game, and I would be willing to bet if he got 20 carries a game, you'd be seeing a lot more 5.2 yards per carry than the 3.2 yards per carry that we've been seeing from A.J. Dillon. So um, that's sort of my thought on him, I guess. Hey, Ryan, it's Britt from Merrimack. Hi. Another great victory over the Bears. Always. The Bears still suck. Yep. Anyway, um, I was really happy to see that the team fought back when they were down 10 to nothing. I thought, oh, here we go again. But they fought back. I was already instantly pissed at Aaron Rodgers in the first half, but whatever. He still owns the Bears. That's all that matters. Um, Yeah. How about special teams getting a blocked field goal? That was great. And we actually turned it into points. Same with Jair's interception but man oh man he got roasted today and by anybody <laughs> and by of all people eq like really i'm starting to think he kind of just picks and chooses when he plays because he hates joe barry in the scheme <laughs> so much that he just doesn't give a crap anymore so i don't know that's just kind of how i Plus feel i feel sure like a lot fired. of the players are like that but hey yeah. we stopped the run defense or we stopped the run the second half of the game so that was nice um yeah, I mean, Packers still aren't going to make the playoffs, but it is what it is. Um, you got Aaron Rodgers get the last W over the Bears for the year, so that was nice. I still think they need to sit him, let Jordan Love kind of take the reins during the bye week and from here on out. But yep. anyway, I do have one request from you, and that is would you please, please, Please do a laughing at the enemy episode of the Bears this week. I am begging you because Justin Fields is supposed to be their savior and he is H-I-M, him. So please, Ryan, I am begging you. Please, 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 please do a laughing at the enemy episode of the Bears. Anyway. Well, for the record, I it did occur to me that I really wanted to do that, especially since we have a bye week. We've got a lot of extra time. So I will definitely take the time. And I will find all the clips, and it's going to be glorious, and you will not be disappointed. That is my promise to you. I'll 
wait to hear what you have to say this week. And another good W. Still think the season's over, but hey, all I wanted to do was beat the Bears. They can lose the rest of the games and I'll be all right. So anyway, have a good night. Go Petco. Yeah, I mean, that, that's sort of my thought is they beat the Bears, but still communicated to all of us pretty clearly that they're not a they're not a playoff team. You know, they, I don't care what the percentage is. You look at how how the team played in this game, and you just realize this is not this is not a team that can get it done. So, I don't know how many fans are still sitting out there saying, "Hey, we got a chance." Um, I mean, mathematically we do, but actually believe that we have a chance. But I have to assume that it's very very low at this point. Fact: three things that suck. Bears beats <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. Those three things do suck. I cannot believe I just watched that roller coaster of a game. Half of it I had to listen to it on the radio because it didn't play here locally, but uh, I could only stand sitting at Buffalo Wild Wings for half a game and listening to Bears fans obnoxiously yelling across the other side. So uh, fortunate for a great uh, comeback. And uh, Watson, what can you say? Watson, Watson, Watson. The guy is emerging, so watch out. And uh, sorry, Bears fans, but Sewer Field, it smells like poo water right now. Somebody call Joe the Jander. The toilet is clogged. I'm out. Go Pack Go. Yeah, I mean, um, it's it's rough being down in Illinois. I wish you could have known how that game was going to go out. It would have been nice to show up the second half and just strut in with your Packers jersey on and just let them know what's up. My, my question is, and I listen. This is this is a biased fan speaking here, but you know what? We just watched Watson have another good day, and we beat the Bears. Let's have some fun. Did uh, is Christian Watson emerging, or has he already emerged? Again, I'm, I'm I'm stuck on it because it's like you're being stupid, but at the same time, when does this ever happen? When does this happen? Yeah, right now, looking at uh, active streaks, not just among rookies, among just for anybody. Tyler Lockett is up to five. He was at four. Um, and he did have a touchdown this week. Travis Kelsey and Mecole Harbin for the Kansas City Chiefs were both at three coming into this week. Neither of them had a touchdown. Stephon Diggs also had three, as did Christian Watson. Both of them had touchdowns. So it was Mecole Hardman, Christian Watson, Travis Kelsey, Stephon Diggs, Tyler Lockett. Watson, Diggs, and Lockett are the only three that caught touchdown passes. So those are the three remaining streaks of four or more touchdowns. Tyler Lockett, Stephon Diggs, Christian Watson. So it's just it's just hard to look at it and say, yeah, maybe it's just a fluke. It's impossible for it to be a fluke. It, it, and that's not to say that what's going to happen, what's happening now is going to happen forever. It's just you can't accidentally get this. This doesn't accidentally happen. Anyways, I don't think we've taken a break yet, so we better do that. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash pack underscore daddy if you'd like to support the podcast. Fertile Ground Ranch Discipleship Ministry. You can find them at fertilegroundranch.org. All the support would be greatly, greatly appreciated. Also, if you want to participate, 608-501-0718 is the number to call. Call in, leave a message, and uh, let us know what you think. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view, 
on all possible cards and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy slab packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. Hey, Ryan. Hey. Joe, Janner. Hey, Joe, we've been asking about you. Connecticut. Hey, man. How's it going, bud? I'm good. How are you? Well, uh... All right. We actually won a game. We did. Uh, <clears throat> from the looks of the beginning of it, I didn't think we were gonna, so pretty happy about that. Yeah. Still, I'm uh, pretty disappointed about the entire performance of the team. Yep. Besides maybe the fourth quarter. Christian Watson, man, uh... That guy. So good. I, I'm speechless. Um, the only positive of the entire game. Oh, him and Nixon. Nixon was good. Yes. Nixon, uh, that pick at the end of the, the game. Really nice. At least one good return, I think, right? Defense continues to be terrible. Yep. Um, honestly. Spitting straight pick, facts. That Jair got at the end of the game. Um, yeah. But after seeing him give up two super long cast plays, it just wasn't as exciting. Watching that pick and uh, the couple of the plays that he actually made, minus the plays he didn't, like the celebrations, uh, a little too much for a team that won four games. But, hey, we won five games now. We beat the Bears. Um, we do have the most wins out of any team in the NFL, and uh, we were tied with the Bears, and we got to play the Bears, and we beat the Bears to get that record. Yeah, I'm um, happy about that. But it's funny because that was supposed to happen the first time we played the Bears. <laughs> that is just a little delayed, but we're good. Yeah, I'm happy to win too. Pretty disappointed with the way our team is, with the names that we have on there, and. Um, you know, Justin Fields running for 50-plus yards. Uh, our players missing uh, tackles. I'm pretty sure Quay Walker was supposed to be the spy on that play. And, um, yeah, he let the blockers take him out completely. And, and um, Nixon missed a tackle there. Ta- tackle there. Nixon or Ford? It might have been Nixon, but, yep. I mean, his pick at the end definitely made up for it. I don't know, man. Just wanted to give my two cents. Uh it's probably not even worth two cents. Nope. Biggest fan. Stan. Shalom. Shalom. Yeah, I mean it's it's about as good a summary as you got, uh, as you can as you can have, all things considered. Um I mean it's, it's worth celebrating we beat the Bears, but at the same time you're just kinda sitting there going, yeah. I mean there's there's kind of three levels of of the picture. Right, big picture, little picture, whatever. Uh, the the super hyper zoomed in focused view. We just beat the Bears. Christian Watson was awesome. Let's throw a parade. The zoomed out view. Um, 
it has no impact on the season. The mega zoomed out view, it has no impact on the future of the franchise. And I don't, I don't mean that in a bad way, but it, it's not really a negative. I mean, you could say it's possibly a negative as far as the future is concerned because we won a game and don't get as good of a draft pick. Um, and who knows, hopefully... Oh, sorry. I'm trying to fight through the yawns as opposed to pausing every five seconds, but I'm tired. Um, what heck was I going to say? I don't know. I forgot. It doesn't matter. I'm rambling at this point. Let's move on. Chris from Alabama again. Hey, man. I forgot to say, Bears still suck. Go, Pat, go. That's all. Another perfect summary. That's all, that's all there is to say. Hey, Ryan. This is Jake in the UP. Um, yeah, just uh, commenting on the, the victory against the Bears. Um, I'm really happy for Christian Swanson. <laughs> so happy for him. I love that we're all so happy. We just, we're like giggling. <laughs> People are literally calling in just giggling about it. And I, I don't know, man, that's what I'm doing. I'm giggling listening to you giggle about Christian Watson. Because, um, to be honest, I didn't really, really want the Packers to win this game. I hate to say it because I want to see Jordan Love. But the fact that Christian Watson is the reason we pretty much won this game oh. is makes me really happy. So, just want to give some uh, love to Christian Watson. All right, thanks a lot, and have a good one. Bye now, go Pack Go. Never stop calling and giving love to Christian Watson, just ever, as a general rule. So... Hey, this is Nico. Hey, Nico. So, I guess the jig is up. Word is out. Watson is a dude. Yeah. Now he's not no little Green Bay secret. You know what's kind of crazy? He's kind of been a thing for a while now. You know, my concern was now that teams know that he's, like, a thing, like, after the first time, they're going to, like, try to stop him. And then after the second time, I was like, okay, now they really know they're going to try to stop him. And then at the third time, it's like, all right. I mean, it was only one touchdown, but still, like, he's still doing stuff, and it, they kind of know now. And now this is four games in a row, and he went back up to two touchdowns. Um, yeah, so I, I think they know, and they can't stop him. And that's a good thing. <laughs> that's, like, that's a really good thing. You know, you don't score like 19 touchdowns in four games and not be a dude. So I think yeah, we can. That's what I'm saying. It has been confirmed. Studies have shown Christian Watson, watching, watching, Christian Watson is a stud muffin. All right. That answered my question. So, uh, so I was watching the game today in a public viewing area, and the dude was asking questions. You know, he followed football, but didn't follow the Packers. And I said, you know, we got this rookie dude like Barry Allen has a pass, by the way. And uh, when he did the pitch, and I was saying how fast was the tall is, he's in there, he's like, that guy, yeah, that guy's faster than snot on a rocket. And uh, when he picked to the ball, I go, uh, he gone! And he goes, no, because it looked like the, the, the cornerback or whatever, whoever got there, she was toasted. Looked like he had the angle of, nah, man, he's he gone, he's gone. And, man, I don't know if he came within five yards of Watson. Watson could have, like, turned around and ran backwards and made it in there. But, uh, so, he's a dude. You know, we got we got another dude in the wing. You know, we got the next Randy Moss. We got the next Devontae Adams, little Dobby, Dobby Hill. You know, he's pitching his
what, but what the kids are going to do when we play them in the future, when we've got CW and Dobby the Elf going, going to ham in the backfield, what are you going to do, like run a Tampa 8? You can't do that. You can't just put four cornerbacks and four safeties on those two guys. I mean, you can. I, I would not mind. Don't get me wrong. That'd be kind of fun. You might run the ball a little. But, hey, so, yeah, future looks pretty good here. And, obviously, I love beating the Bears. God, that's so nice. I was a little bummed that Randall Cobb didn't get a touchdown because, as you know, he is a co-owner as well of the Chicago Bears. Um you remember that, that video a couple of years ago where he was like, not Randall Cobb. I think that was a broken leg game. Uh, that kid right now probably doing this in the streets of Seattle living in a ditch because of Randall Cobb. You know, because Randall Cobb usually kills the Bears. But that's cool. You know, he, he gave him, gave the year off. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's a great, great time to win a game. Uh, I had a bunch of other stuff I was going to say, but I got I got stuck with rambling about Christian Watson. I can't stop talking about that fool. <laughs> I know I'm not alone. I mean, I, I, and you know, you, you I don't know if you know this, sometimes I forget stuff every once in a while, but I know you have teased us fans in the past and like wanted Reggie Bagel to be good and, and Jeff Janis. And, and you know, it's just having a... I didn't catch that last part, but I think I think he called back with some more. Let's Let's do this. So having a good receiver is just fun, man. It is. I mean, you want a good quarterback, right? But if you have, like, like both, you got a good quarterback and some good receivers, it's like 2011 again, dog. I'll tell you what. Yes, we do have a defense that sometimes gets tackled. You know, I was really happy to see uh, Kenny Clark busting through and hitting the people in the backfield. And he may do that only in four or five games, but that's fine. Because all we got to do is just pretend, you know, pretend like we did a 2011 uh, Packers and just score 85 points a game. So, yeah, maybe we'll give up 30, but we're going to score 50. So, good luck with that. Um, uh, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl and have a crappy defense. We can do it, too. You know, I guess if I have the two, yes, I would like a elite defense and the lead offense, but I'd rather score 35 points a game, dog. Well, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, so it's a great win. And, yeah, you know what? Hey, you know, you gave a very heartfelt and passionate speech couple weeks ago and it was you i do remember i didn't i don't forget everything about how never give up on your team and how in 2010 you learned that and yes 2010 taught all of us never give up on your team and if you if you're older and you remember old brett favor he that fool taught us all the same thing never give up because we'd be down by two scores or two minutes left i'm like now we're probably going to win because brett probably freaks and he'll just just shove the ball into someone's hand 80 yards away so uh, I just I never give up my team. So yes, now I want us to win out. I don't care about no low, no no top five pick. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Uh, look at the Jets. Look at the Browns. Look at the look at the Jaguars. They've been having top three picks the last twenty years. Look what it's done for their team. So fooey on that. We get a top five pick. Let's tra- let's trade back for two first round picks anyways. So uh, yeah, I want I want to win. I just want to win. Screw that losing for a better pick. Don't know about the door. If you if you want that, you ain't a fan. I know. I'm just kidding. You are. But, <laughs> but uh, I just want to win. And maybe this will be like 2010. We we got the Lambs. I'm sorry, the Rams coming up next. Uh, I guess Matthew Stafford's too busy. He ate too much pizza in the offseason. He can't play no more. Um, uh, and what's that guy that's a good defensive lineman? We just block him like no problem. So we got that game. And the, the bike queens, they can't even beat. They can hardly beat the Jets for crying out loud. So, 
Hey, all I know is the season ain't over. Christian Watson is Barry Allen, and Dobby the Elf is coming back. I'm sure he'll be back for the Lambs game. So I feel defensive coordinators that are playing us be like, what do we do? We can't. We can't clog the line. We can't put 19 D-backs in the backfield. Oh, my Lord. So, uh, and then we got that, still got that quarterback who I think is a dude waiting in the wings for when our future Hall of Famer retires. Hey, good to be a Packers fan. Darn you, Nico. I did say that you're not allowed to give. I'm not allowed to give up on the team anymore. So I guess I guess I'm not allowed to say that anymore. I can't say that I that, that I know we're going to lose. And it's over, and we should stop. I, I, you're right. You're right. I did say that. I'm not allowed to do that anymore. Even though I know I don't know. And I'm not going to let myself say that I know. Even though I'm going to forget. Let's just say for now I remember, and I'm going to try to keep remembering. Um, you're right. You're right. It's not impossible. Let's uh, take a quick look at it. Don't know what's going on with some of these games, but let's just uh, let's just play around with it a little bit here. What uh, the heck is this here? We want that to be a tie. There we go. Let's just say Tampa goes on and wins a game. Dallas is currently winning. Let's just say they go on winning. All right, so the Packers are sitting at the 11th seed. All right, so next week, say the Vikings win. We'll just kind of go through this here. So... I just went through and randomized everything but had the Packers winning, and we have the number eight seed. The seventh seed is the Washington Commanders, who are at nine, seven, and one. So that tie may have ended up hurting us, although even let's say the Giants ended up winning then the or the uh let's say Washington lost the game they'd be at nine and eight they'd still be ahead of us because they beat us if they won so that they get the three seed and it drops the giants then the giants would have the the nine and seven record or nine and eight record or whatever and they beat us so that either way they'd be ahead of us so what do we need to happen here well if washington beats dallas in this game the packers are in there you go i just switched one thing dallas beats washington so uh, yeah, it's all entirely doable here. Let's see what let's see what Washington and the Giants have these next couple weeks. Is that those are guys that are going to be kind of nipping at our heels a little bit. Uh, so next week, so the the teams we're looking at: Washington, the Giants. Um, I guess technically the Lions are that. Did the Lions? What did the Lions do this week? Are they playing this week? Oh my goodness! They obliterated Jacksonville. Yeah, we gotta gotta watch out for the Lions, forty to fourteen. Jeez. All right. So Lions. So the Giants, Washington, the Lions, Seattle, the Forty ers kind of Arizona, Falcons, blah blah blah, Panthers, Buccaneers, pretty much the entire NFC South. So a lot of teams sitting there actually. So it's. There's too many variables to go through, but in this random scenario, um, just all randomized games, but the Packers win. We were one one spot away in a in a simple switch of a loss in the final week, Dallas beating Washington. The Packers would get into the playoffs. Interestingly enough, although this is random, so it doesn't mean anything, I'm just curious how this playoffs would end up. We would be playing the Minnesota Vikings. That's something we got to be careful of, too, depending on what we want to happen. 
Because if, if we end up getting in, we're probably the bottom seed, which means we play the top seed. And if you don't want to play the Vikings, they need to start losing football games. Because right now they are, they're getting that top seed in the NFC. Well, not, not the top one, right? No, it would be the number two. But that's because the Eagles would get the bye. So they're sitting behind the Eagles. That would put the, the top seed that's actually playing in the wild card round on the Minnesota. If you want to play them, then we're setting up to do that. We'd be in Minnesota. The other options would be, it looks like the 49ers, which obviously sucks. After that would be, uh, I, I just, I don't think the Vikings, I don't think it really could be anybody else. Could it? I mean, who else has a, a good record? Dallas, but it's 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 either going to be Dallas or the e- I, I guess the only way to get out of this would be the Vikings would have to get the number one seed, and then we would either play the Cowboys or the Eagles in Dallas or Philly. So you would what you would really want, if we're talking playoffs here, is Vikings get the number one seed, Dallas gets the number number two seed, I guess, the top in the NFC East, and we end up going to Dallas to play Dallas. And then we move on, and then, then we have to play either the Vikings or the... Well, it would be the Vikings because they would have the number one seed and we'd still be the lowest seed. So we would we would then go to Minnesota. Either way, we're going to Minnesota, but we'll get Dallas out of the way. I don't know, man. It's a thing. It's just sitting there, but we got to we gotta beat some teams and whatnot. That includes the Minnesota Vikings and the Detroit Lions who are apparently on a tear right now. But anyways, I'm going to leave it at that. That's all the newer calls. I don't want to, at this point, jump back to the older calls. Maybe we'll start with that tomorrow. But anyways, have a good one. I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. For the third time, have a good one. Bye-bye.